Get ready for a night of face-melting metal. Friday, November 10th at The Odd in West Asheville. It is the return of the annual Steel and Stone Fest featuring the only performance of the year from the North Carolina power metal legends Twisted Tower Dive. The rest of the lineup includes metal bands from Asheville and surrounding areas. Children of the Reptile, Oblivion Throne, Overload, Temptations Wings, and All Hell. $12 in advance, 15 at the door. First 50 people get a free comp CD. Doors are at 4, the music is at 7. For advanced tickets, go to stealingstonefest.com. Be there. Hey, metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana, and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m. All appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email piercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, metalheads, after going to a rager, what's your ultimate go-to? Mine is totally pizza. So when Overload is playing or I'm promoting the Metal Forge Live showcases or the big goddamn metal show, I go to Pizza Donisi. Pizza Donisi is gourmet artisan pizza from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. It features things like the pizza of the month, the sandwiches, and also vegetarian and vegan options, which is so totally fucking cool for all, all of it's It's awesome pizza. You definitely want to go. Hey, and also, from time to time, they do cannolis. Oh, so fucking good. You know what they said, man. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yeah, just like that in Godfather. They're located right next to the Mag Bar at 1396 South 2nd Street. So either stop in or call in at 502-213-0488. They're open till midnight. The Witching Hour. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pabst Blue Ribbon! Hey, metalheads, you all hear me talk about Magbar all the time. It is the home to the Metal Forge Live showcases and is an integral stop in the ultimate underground metal tour schedule. They obviously feature live music, but the Magbar also has daily specials like Pint and Slice Night on Tuesdays with Pizza Donisi. But they also do Bring Your Own Vinyl on Thursdays with DJ Kent Jackson. And Finer Things Sundays 
located right next to Pizza Donisi at 1398 South 2nd Street. Open 3 p.m. to 4 a.m. seven days a week. Get your asses out to the mag bar. Rock out. For 45 years in keeping Louisville weird, Electric Ladyland has been there for all your eccentricities. While they do offer the best smoking supplies out on the market today, there's a whole lot more to check out. From ashtrays and blacklight posters, to records, incense and burners, and items to stock your metaphysical supply. They're open from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Located at 2325 Bardstown Road in Louisville, Kentucky, and at electricladyland420.com. Roll out. In a broken wasteland, I come to my fire and place your blood and steel upon my fire. going on metalheads thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the metal forge my name is mark jackson and i am your host and i have ransacked jason gardner again this week because he just gave me a look of so much malcontent like you motherfucker what are you doing to me hi jason yeah man we're just doing some steel and stone uh stuff here and you just uh Change the subject on me clearly, but uh, what's going on? No, this is not changing the subject on you because this is the Metal Forge. This is all about steel and fucking stone now, not the big goddamn metal show. Not until next year. Okay. Next October. Next October. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Um, but no, this is about steel and stone and all of the cool shit that's going to be going on there with uh, Ricky's Hot Chicken Shack and. Children of the Reptile coming to fuck that place up. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've, I've got ideas out there. To, you know, a little bit of hospitality for some of the bands, and you know, not the locals, of course, because we, we live here. But you know, the the out of town bands need a little something, something. So um, hell yes. You know, trying to find some stuff. I was uh, talking to the uh, the booking agent about the uh, what do you call it, like the band perks, if they're still the same, so I can let everybody know. Like that, so yeah, just trying to get all the last minute details in order so we can start this last uh, last push for the last two weeks to go. Definitely, because you know we only want premium hookers and blow in our dressing room. 
Oh, we're in the wrong town for that, then. There's no premium hookers here in Midtown. I'm sure there are. No, 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 no. no. I have low standards, Jason. I'm a metalhead. I have low fucking standards. I I consider us friends, and yeah, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) She'll be like the chick in Breaking Bad, wouldn't she? Who looks like a really trashed-out Courtney Cox, I think. I mean, that would hardly be a step up from what we have to offer here in town. <laughs> I yes. I think for a lot of things, if prostitutes are... Quality of prostitutes is definitely not one of them. God damn, man. I don't even know, I don't even know where they're at anymore. Like, I used what? to know, like, the part of town they were in just because, you know, you, like, work... When I was work, working with the companies and stuff, I was, like, all over the place, and you would see them and stuff just... I happenstance, but um, I, I still work all over town, but I have no idea where they're at. Like, they just kind of like, they just kind of like migrate. I don't know where they go. And I really don't care. It's just like, <laughs> the town's pretty small, so you should be able to see them. What's that That's they fun. say in Tommy Boy? That's when the whores come in. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, but uh, we are in the, uh, I think we're in the whore-free district uh, of town. So, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Pretty safe. Yeah. I, I have heard some interesting stories about Peter Steele there, right? Yeah, so I played uh, at the Orange Peel after Peter Steele played there. And uh, I sat on the couch where he was serviced by two ladies. And he actually held the show until he got done with what he needed to get done. Uh, so, like, kind of like a, kind of like a, I was like sitting like in the, in the, in the aura of greatness, but it's probably sitting in something else after I thought about it. Yeah, uh, so it's now called the Orange Steel. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, so this week, we have one of your last month album picks on the Metal Forge. We have uh, Jonathan from uh, Graveyard here soon. So what the fuck is up, man? I mean, you turned me on to this album, and I, I, I've been spinning it like nonstop. I really enjoy it. it. It's such a, it's such a kick-ass album. Very seventies. Um, I will say though, um, this album after many listens, I think the uh, His Age and Blues album is still my top out of their discography. Right, like two thousand eleven and twelve. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, like I said, it's, they don't veer off the path very much. They're kind of like, much like a. ACDC, you know, and it's like you just kind of, you know what you're getting every time they put an album out. Right. And uh, and I think we talk about that is, you know, there's not a bad, that's not a bad quality. It's dependability. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, I don't, I don't fault bands for not changing. I mean, look, the thing is, like, everyone's like, well, you got to change it up every album to evolve. Like, well, do you really, though? Because, I mean, what are you changing up? It's still music notes you're playing. You know, it's production can be different, but I mean, at the core of everything, it's still music. So what are you really changing? Right. And, you know, there's the thing of where you have bands that just go too far off the path. Yeah. And then they completely alienate fan bases. And, And then they try to come back to it. And then it's not the same. So, yeah, there's a ton of different things out there. And I think, you know, go to the edge of what you feel is your your limit. And, and you know, always push your limit is what I would say rather than change it up every album. Just push your limit. Yeah. And I mean, until until a band or an artist finds that eighth musical key, um, everyone's kind of playing the same parameters. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Before we get into listening to some Graveyard... Yeah. Which you're going to pick today. So, yes. fuck yeah. 
I want to ask you, this is your seventh year putting on a festival. Mm-hmm. Out of seven years of doing this, what is the one thing that has stayed the same? Dude, I'll be honest with you. The um, the idea is still the same. So I've gotten um, bigger bands to play it. Obviously, with Nigeria playing year before, and I've had Howling Giant on, and uh, the band Cloak. If you're not familiar with them, and Twisted Tower uh, afterwards. Um, now I've the Tower this year, which is like I wouldn't say they're on the uh, the, the rise, but they're um, they're like the grandfathers of power metal because they were doing it back in the '90s and no one. Yeah, when it was a thing. Doing it. So, um, so, yeah, but I would say it's just like the feel of just keeping it like, let's just, let's find the coolest 100 people to come in and celebrate underground music. Fuck yeah, man. That's like, that's it. Like, I don't care about like having a write up in like this magazine or that magazine. I just do a little bit of radio press, you know, local radio. Um, I use local bands to help, um, you know, promote the show. I use local bands that would fit well with the headliner. Um, I've always done three locals, three regional slash out of town bands, um, and yeah, it's been the same uh, every year, uh, basically. Fuck yeah, uh, dude. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like bite off more than I can chew or want to chew. I mean, yeah, I had ideas about expanding it like two nights or whatever, but as I, as I've explained to Mark before, a lot of the venues around here, the parking situation is a nightmare. So it's really hard to have multiple bands play when it's like street parking or like an alleyway that only fits like one van or, or like two cars and you know and someone's pulling a trailer then you gotta like get the road blocked all day and, and you know it's just like it's a, it's a big mess so um the auditorium or the odd now um, has a uh, parking lot and that's why i use them every year because the load-in's relatively simple the parking lot's sufficient it's in a good location and everyone knows that there's metal there so they're looking for metal. All I gotta do is pretty much just look to see who's playing at night, and uh, and come the fuck out. Sometimes that's the only option in town for metal. So you know, uh, it works out well. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, just like I said, just like keep it simple, stupid. Fuck yeah, yeah. the kiss yeah. mentality. Fuck yeah, man, absolutely. And what are we gonna listen to from Graveyard today, dude? We are going with "Ain't Fit to Live Here" from His Synergy Blues. I talked about it. Hell yeah. This is my this is my first introduction. I saw him with uh, Opeth at the Orange Hill here in Asheville. So uh, yeah, I've always been a fan ever since. And you know, dude, I'm I ain't fit to leave here. Right. 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 Right.
right, metalheads, this week is awesome because if you listened back to the September episode of the Metal Forge uh, Albums Edition, you would find that Jason Gardner from the Heavy Metal Wasteland, in his two picks, one of them was with Graveyard. And we have Jonathan here today from Graveyard, all the way from, where are you at today? Are you at home in like Sweden? Yeah, yeah, no, um, it's uh, daytime here, or it's uh, in the evening right now. So I'm, uh, I'm just uh, hanging out with my. I have two small boys that's, uh, uh, they're having their soccer training right now. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of nice weather still here. It's getting cold, but you know. Yeah, yeah uh, this week, uh, and like I said, well, by the time we're recording this versus the time that this airs, uh, it's still been like around 85 degrees Fahrenheit here around the Louisville area. So uh, this weekend is supposed to be the first real cold weekend where it's going to be around uh, the 60 to 60, 65 Fahrenheit. And it's, oh, I love it. I love this time of year once it starts to get cool and kind of cold around, uh, around the Halloween season, the fall time, because, I don't know about there, because where we are here, we kind of have what they call false spring and false fall. It's where oh, you I think know. it's it gets cold for like two weeks, and then it heats right back up again for like another month. <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's fake for, deal. Yeah, they. It, oh, yeah. Uh, Mother Nature really, really kind of screws us on that and says, "Oh wait, nope, not not yet." <laughs> so uh jason had talked about your latest album uh number six which is the which actually had come out uh, at the very end of september it was interesting because by the time we had done the album uh the the review of the album it really the show released the day the album came out and you know i Huge shout outs to Nuclear for sending me an advanced copy so we could actually do a review and and now have you here as well. Oh yeah, that's that's good timing. It it oh it was it was the greatest. So walk yeah. me through because earlier today you all posted some really cool studio pictures and and stuff where you're messing with the tape and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, love yeah, that. I, I just saw it really right before you called. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's uh, but it's. Uh, I think uh, Trulls had some some pictures from the studio, kind of that <clears throat> we forgot about, you know. So uh, yeah, it's always nice to have some something. Yeah, it's am- I mean, other th- yeah, there's nice to have visuals that go with it versus going back and just being able to listen to it with the visuals. You might. It, you never know. It might capture something that you were like, I wonder how we did that. And somebody just so happened to snap a picture and it's like, I wonder what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so going back uh, on a little bit of a history with Graveyard here, you all started in 2006, had a 10 year run and then kind of split up, but reformed within the next year. Yeah, it was uh, it was a short hiatus. Okay, uh, but you know we we just in two thousand and sixteen or fifteen was it sixteen maybe? Yeah, 
we we just uh, we came to a point where we couldn't really you know uh, get along as good you know so uh, it was it was a rough time but uh, I think we uh, managed to get the best uh, possible solution for it you know so we just uh, yeah we're we're very happy to be back and not having the same issues anymore right because hey. I know everybody says that being in a band is like being in a in a in a marriage or a relationship, and yeah, it kind of is. But but yeah, when you don't, when people are just not jiving with one another, it's rough, and yeah. and it can really be bad, and you know, tumultuous. And I just don't. I guess in my life right now, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like I I just. I look back on times with other people like that and say, you know, I wish I could have done better. But hey, yeah. but here you are, six years later, putting out a new album again. You know, another album, and it's it's heavy, but it's I like it. And so, tell everybody out in Metal Forge Land about the sixth album. We we started uh, writing new material kind of early but uh we weren't i think before the before the pandemic we had maybe two two uh song ideas maybe and uh we uh, we so we mostly worked on the on the songs uh, after the the pandemic and the the shutdown and all so uh, i i think that's why it's kind of you know it's a little more melancholy maybe and uh, it's a little uh uh, yeah, I, I think it's it somehow it's inspired by by the situation, you know. But uh, it's uh, yeah, we we write. Everybody is writing, and and uh, sometimes we bring a pretty much uh, you know a, a, a song, a whole song, and sometimes we just bring some kind of idea or a riff or you know something to to work on together so it's very different but uh yeah and then we have tom uh alsterberg the producer uh and sound engineer he's uh he's been working very much uh with the songs and you know he he likes to to take things apart and put it back together and it takes a while but it turns turns out really good you know He's very talented. So uh, we, but we've been working on this one. It feels like a long time now, but it's been sitting around for yeah, for for a couple, maybe nine months. Since, oh wow! Uh, just waiting around as well. So so yeah, it's been done for happy. that long. Yeah, almost. You know, uh, it's it's been a while now, but then we we kept on. Uh, missing a couple of deadlines, you know. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> of the record so, pressing. So no one sure. really knew, you know, no one really expected it to be to be done by then. But you know, it's it's been you know, we had the pleasure of, you know, kind of waiting out a good part. You know. So it's sure. very happy to have it out. Yeah. Definitely. And when you all do so okay. The difference between like here versus up there kind of upper echelon type band and stuff when it comes to pro production of of 
the the product say okay we know we're going to do it on vinyl we know we're going to do cd uh cassette etc et these days when it goes into like are you like seriously crunching the numbers of what you should do and how many of things that you should press or is that going to be like a complete label thing oh uh, yeah it's, it's it's mostly just uh, a label and I guess maybe our management is uh, is involved with that, but mostly just uh, the record labels. You okay, know? and they have done a great job so far. So. And that that's great because that lets you not have to worry about okay, are we gonna if we're gonna press say fifty thousand copies of something, are are we gonna are they gonna be sitting around? Ver, you know, versus just okay, yeah. you guys handle this part. I'll handle this part, <laughs> and yeah. and hey, yeah, it's, it's good for us. Yeah, I think that's good for everyone that's doing music, not to have the the business and or the numbers, as you say, in the in the mind all the time, because it takes a lot of energy and focus off what's you know what it should be. Exactly. So, with the uh, new album six, what is your favorite track from it? Oh, that's a that's a hard one. I, I uh, it's always it's always hard to to know before you play them live. I feel like you know because that's when you realize which ones really are the most fun to do. You know, uh, but uh, to just listen to, I think uh, I think uh, "Good Nut" is a good song, and I also like uh, "Bright Lights," the second single we we released and uh, I mean I I enjoy all of them of right. course but uh, it's it's more of more of more of a you know how how fun they are to do live or you know definitely you're I think that's I think you're right on that because it's kind of like when you get asked that question it's like trying to pick your favorite child <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. and you can't pick a yeah, favorite, you know, at least, yeah. at least I couldn't. But the thing is, is like, yeah, it, it really determines on like, if you like playing something live, if, if, if it has good energy and it feels good to play it and people, the, the audience out there are into it, then yeah, it is a fun yeah. song at that point. It is a favorite song. Yeah, man. Yeah. So out of the recording process, there's always times I think where we have to just disconnect and say, okay, this is, I don't want to say good enough because that's kind of an adding, like I would change it if I could, but is there anything on the new album that you personally would say, I might change this if I ever had the chance to go back or is it still too new? Uh, I, I think it's a little too new, but, but, uh, at the same time, uh, throughout you know uh, the concerts or or live shows, uh, you I I always change things, you know a little bit okay. now and then. But it's uh, and and if you come up with something really, you know, something that you like, you just maybe keep on doing it for a while, and then I forget another part and I play something else, and it's it's more. Uh, uh, it's a little. I, I think it's nice with the, you know, with a kind of slow, slow songs that you have a little more space to improvise and and uh, 
yeah. do things a little differently. For sure. Yeah. Well, I know from so, being a musician myself, uh, the adaptation of and the fluidity of your music over time where you might find what might be an easier way to to play something than how you wrote it originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think is always cool, which I was... Months ago, I was talking with Brian Tatler of Diamond Head, and he said that same thing. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I just might find something some way, and I'm paraphrasing. He's like, it might just feel easier, feel better on my hands to play something a certain way versus, the, you know, I might have written it young, and I played a lot clunkier back then. And oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, you know, it's like, I think that's interesting that that's something as musicians that we all kind of do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, and I think it's, uh, yeah, I, I, it's needed. You know, it's, it's uh, finding new ways. It's always right. more fun. I feel like. And what I've always thought is like seeing people out in the audience when you might change something a little bit different, and like the diehard fan knows that you might have changed it, and they're yeah. like, because like they play it, and then they're like, they're jumping up and looking like, wait a minute, I. That's yeah. not that. That's different, <laughs> which I like, yeah. especially when you like do music videos. Like breathe in, breathe out's video is great. I, I, oh, yeah. I just love like I love black and white, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah, me too. Man. Uh, before we switch over here, like I said, your time is limited. My time's a little bit limited today, uh, so we'll have to get a real a nice long form out eventually. Uh, with the with the new tour process, uh, what are you are y'all planning on doing uh, U.S. dates as well? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we, I mean, we we uh, the plan is to just you know visit pretty much everywhere where we've been earlier. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll definitely come back to the U.S. as well. But we don't we don't have a set date for it, you know. Okay. But uh, hopefully in a, in a soon. Uh, no. So one other question on that, because this re- revolves to the touring thing. Uh, a lot of times in the day, in this day and age, a lot of musicians still have to keep a day job. I do. I know a ton of others that do. I I would assume that you do as well. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we had to start working with this uh, flu, you know, the COVID shutdown. So mm-hmm. we all had to either work part-time or, or full-time so yeah but but hopefully or i mean all of us miss the the old days now right and not <laughs> so, having to uh, hopefully we can get going uh, you know get get this band rolling again and and we'll be back full-time so. for sure yeah well that was going to be one of the que- the question i was asked is because there's a, a bunch of like higher 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 echelon bands out there uh i try not to mention their names because i feel like bands like you deserve more uh, press and attention than these bands that have been f- that are in their 50s and 60s and 70 year olds still playing music today yeah, right. i granted i love a lot of them but it's kind of time to move over <laughs> it's kind of time to yeah. move over yeah, for some yeah, of them but uh do you all ever do you ever like have the time to where you can take like the kids on on a tour or something like especially if you're going across Europe or something or or to the states is there a way do you, would you all have you all ever done that uh 
you know, take like the the family and and it, let the kids experience the the culture of other countries and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we we uh, that would be um, great if we could do that more often. You know, we and we uh, we had whenever Axel was in the band uh, that played the drums, he he sometimes brought his uh, his boy with with us on the bus. You know, in Europe and sometime in the U.S. as well. And I think it's great, you know, when everybody thinks it's great to have kids around. So it's it's really no problem. It's more of a, you know, logistic uh, question, you know, yeah. with all the... Because it's an extra mouth to feed on tour as well. So, sorry? It's an extra mouth to feed on tour. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and if you're playing venues in America that have an age requirement of 21... Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, which is that a thing over there? Do you all have all or all your shows like a certain age and up or or what? Yeah, I I think it's uh, thirteen. Uh, you have to be at least thirteen years, but then you can you know if you walk if you go with your mom or dad, and then um, otherwise you have to be twenty or eighteen. I think. Okay, right on. That's interesting. I I, I never knew that over there because I've never been over overseas yet. So. I say yet. All right. <laughs> I say yet. Oh, yeah. All right. Someday soon. Because we're limited for time, I'm going to go ahead and switch over here to the derailed segment. These are five random questions about you as a person. And anytime you're ready, we can get started. All right. Yeah, we can just go ahead. Is human potential capable of anything? Uh, I think so, yeah. Right on. Yeah, the, I mean... It's the if whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. For the most part, I mean, there is some yeah, psycho yeah, stuff going part, on. With- I mean, I mean, everybody's. You know, we all have different, uh, uh, you know, obstacles or whatever. Or, or, but, but if you put your mind into something and you just make your mind up, I think anyone can achieve anything. Really, definitely. I hope so. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, have you ever traveled anywhere just for the cuisine? Uh, no. <laughs> there was the food question. See, I told you you would have one. <laughs> like, did you travel to Germany just for, just for, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be stereotypical and say something like sauerkraut or anything, but you know what I'm saying. Like, for some German, like a, a Rouladen, you know, would you... <laughs> just for that oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah no i i mean i i wish i had but i haven't actually done that but you know maybe maybe there's time to still do that but uh, uh yeah I, I mean i'm i'm very fond of sauerkraut otherwise that yeah. might have been an option for me yeah right 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 uh, um what is something that you used to do that makes you makes you cringe now uh all right uh, uh i know i i, I that was a, that was a, such a long time ago but when i was a kid and growing up i i think i tried to be a little more tough than i really was you know okay. but uh, otherwise i can't come up with with anything even though there's a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. that I, yeah for sure you no know, yeah uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think we all kind of do that when we're younger. We all kind of have the, oh, you know, the chest pump up thing. And uh, 
yeah. yeah the, the and being being a a heavy a heavy musician you know it the the testosterone really kicks in and you're just you know you know adrenaline yeah. starts to flow as as some band used to say in a song <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. there's so much thing there's so much out there today that is just uh everything's going there's tv there's internet there's what is your major distraction uh i would say i in even though i don't uh i don't spend that much time on my phone or you know on on television but when i do i feel like it's it's still too much you know <laughs> right like this so, 20 minute uh, this, this, we're we're 20 minutes in and you're you're probably like wow this is really long no <laughs> Uh, no, no problem, man. I'm just looking for some shoes uh, in between here. Nice, nice. <laughs> but I do have one more question, and I'll let you go for the day. Um, but before we do, links are listed below, so please give a like, a share, and a follow. Go buy merch. Go find these these awesome dudes on tour when they decide that tour is a thing and they're going to come to wherever you are. Go see them because they deserve it and they kick ass. Uh, again, Graveyard Six came out on uh, the last Friday. I believe it was Friday, the 29th of uh, September. Uh, do you have any shout to to anybody you want to give today? Uh, sh- a shout out to anyone? Yeah. Say that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, it's. Uh, I would. I would. Uh, I mean, without uh, everybody that's listening to us or buying our records or or you know coming to our shows we uh, we owe you a big time and we're very happy and thankful you know and uh you know yeah you're very important definitely and i personally before we go i want to give a shout out to austin for setting this up uh he's a cool oh, dude yeah, yeah. and and just a, a big thank you to him so my final question of the day is what kind of person do you see yourself being in five years? Uh, I uh, I see myself maybe uh, sitting outside um, after getting home from a, from a tour, maybe maybe even a couple of more records within that time, you know. Until then, so uh, that's that's what I what I hope for, you know definitely dude that is awesome that like you know and hopefully with uh the two the two kids at soccer practice you might be uh being that dad in the box up in, in the in the thing at the arena watching the kids play soccer when you're uh when you you know when you've reached when you've reached an age uh, of of uh retirement or whatever as it were you can watch the kids play soccer professionally yeah <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good, dude. Sounds amazing. That's awesome. That would be so much fun to. I don't. In America, we have so many parents that like live through their children. That like, oh, I used to play football. You're gonna play football too, and it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I kind of see it, but I'm like, ah. But I want to be. <laughs> I want to be a musician, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I know. I've seen, we have those. That kind of parents here. Oh, too, you do sure. as well. Wow, and, and where they're yeah. constantly like, it, it almost feels like they're forcing their kids to do it. 
it should be fun, you know. It's, they're too young. They, yeah. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Dude, uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the Metal Forge oh, this week. You. I appreciate everything, and I am looking forward to new music again already, and it's so new, yeah. <laughs> but I'm already looking <laughs> forward to it. And do you? What is the song that you want to play out from the new album today? Uh, I would like to play uh, maybe Rampant Fields. Awesome! You heard him, everybody. Here it goes. <laughs>
in 2017. One man's vision and passion for all things metal started out as a record store in his house. Years later, the fight against a mainstream empire continues as Shade Beast. An independent metal collective and online store based in Athens, Georgia, is the world's premier heavy metal brand for music heads that value authenticity over the mainstream acceptance. Featuring original t-shirts from some of the best underground artists, as well as stickers, posters from the Shade Beast Presents concert series. Unique, one-of-a-kind collectibles and small curated selection of vinyl and cassettes from the masters old and new. Visit ShadeBeast.com and enter promo code SITHLORD for free domestic shipping on your first order, whether you're a new customer or returning. And be sure to join the Shade Beast social groups on Facebook and the interwebs to keep up with the new release announcements and talk all things metal and Star Wars. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and filth. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground, from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. 
That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. What's up, Metal Forge fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained, fascinated by the Fortean, or enchanted by the paranormal? If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind, then tune into my brand new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Featuring first-hand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember, if you have ghosts, you have everything. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code MetalForge10 to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio, something that is clean and modern, sleek, refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only, so give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana is the premier 12,500 square foot music superstore that has served both Southern Indiana and Louisville, Kentucky metro area for over four decades. Originally founded by Marvin and Beverly Maxwell in the 70s, this gym remains a Maxwell family-owned business. Mark Maxwell, along with his business partner, Whitney McNichol, continued the reputation as being the national resource for all things music. In 2022, the iconic Guitar Emporium of Louisville relocated to Maxwell's Music, creating the largest independently owned showroom in the region. The retail offerings at Maxwell's Music includes a huge selection of guitars, basses, amplifiers, effects pedals, modeling amps, keyboards, drums, banjos, mandolins, ukuleles, sound systems, stage lighting equipment, and accessories. 
The music education program at Maxwell's is second to none. From private instrument and voice lessons to DJ, EDM, recording, songwriting, and music theory, to Rock School, Weekend Warriors, and Maxwell's Music Lab, there is something for every age and every ability level. Down in repair land, guitar and instrument repairs and refurbishment are taken care of by the Maxwell's team of expert guitar technicians and luthiers. They also do appraisals of instruments as well. Maxwell's offers installations for professional audio, visual, and lighting systems for schools, churches, clubs, VFWs, funeral homes, sports fields, and so much more. There's also rentable space at Maxwell's, from the music practice and rehearsal rooms for the individuals and bands, all the way to a meeting space and concert venue that seats up to 120. That also includes a professional audio, visual, and lighting system and a sound booth. Maxwell's has it all. All this plus original functioning 1947 recording booth to make your own record. Go to the Guitar Hero Throne, to the very own Elvis statue, and don't forget the Harmony Green Pocket Park. There's a reason the Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana has been recognized by the National Association of Music Merchants as a number one award-winning best store design, as well as top 100 music store year after year. You gotta see it to believe it. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana. (laughs) 